It's a mean age. But it is going to be a beautiful future as long as we don't get up. I'm Brian McWilliams, and this is Mean Age Daydream, where I bring you unfiltered comedy, criticism, philosophy, and politics with a Mean Age Daydream. Welcome, everybody, to a very special Friday edition of Mean Age Daydream. I uh, am combining this with our Memoirs show. Usually, it'll be just Memoirs. John and I jumping in here, chatting a little bit about politics, throwing some memes at you guys. But there's so much going on with this Discord leaker stuff today that I had to do a special episode. I told John, hey, go drown yourself in liquor. I got this. No, he's busy working. He would be on it usually, but he said he's got too much going on. I'm the one that cares about you, babies. So we're here. Got to talk about this because, frankly, this whole Discord leaker scenario, right, strikes me as a psyop. I mean, I could be wrong. I've been wrong in the past. Not often, but once in a while I'm wrong. But this thing, right, the way this is rolled out came out Wednesday night. I remember a story broke literally within minutes. It broke, you know, probably East Coast, 1 a.m. or something like that. And I'm a little bit hammered, right? I just done the Boring Comedy Podcast, which I do. B-O-H-R-I-N-G. You should go subscribe to it right now. It's hilarious. So I'm a little hammered. I'm sitting on the couch getting sobering up before I go to bed. And I see this story pop up. So I click on the Washington Post story. And at this time, they don't know the leaker's name, right? Who's now, they found out, allegedly is Jack Tixiera. Uh, I believe that's I'm saying that correctly. Sounds like Ron Mexico, the Michael Vick alias that was used when he got herpes in Mexico. But Jack Texiera, a 21-year-old Air Force member, somehow had access to all of these sensitive documents, which he shared, allegedly, in a Discord server full of other young people. The Washington Post, as I'm reading this article, you know, went out of their way to paint this guy as a racist, gun nut, you know, militant, right-winger, just all of the gamer incel. I mean, you check the boxes for all the things that they could try to say about somebody to paint a right-wing extremist lunatic fringe, right? It's like like a, a leftist wrote it in a Hollywood studio, and then they put it into life here. That's the way the Washington Post went out of the way to describe this person. That wasn't the only one. Of course, you also had articles in Slate. You had articles in the New York Times. All of them had the same marching order theme, which is make this guy out to be a right-wing, racist, lunatic, incel, bop, 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 right? Not only that, but they attacked Discord. Now, why do they go out of their way to attack Discord, as have other outlets? Well, timing of it's pretty interesting, considering the fact that the the, uh, Restrict Act is still on the floor, still is being debated, still out there in the ether. Now, the, the Restrict Act, of course, is the act that is supposedly supposed to protect us, protect our kids from the evils like TikTok. But what it really is, if you look at it at all, is a Patriot Act for the digital age. It is the most unbelievably invasive, restrictive, penalizing assault on your privacy rights that has, I would say, almost ever been put into legislative form. I mean, it's astounding. It's things like finding you for trying to use a VPN to access content that the the government has deemed to be evil. It gives government access and infiltration into literally every single aspect of your digital world through to things like your camera that you plug in to your light that you plug into your computer. I mean, it is an abysmal assault 
on everything we hold dear. My dog's hearing me get mad and is coming in the room to check on me, by the way. Because <laughs> I left the door open. And she gets very concerned if she hears me get riled up. You should see me when I play video games. She thinks I'm having a heart attack. She won't stop licking my head. But you got this situation where the Restrict Act's out there. And out of the blue, where do we get this guy, this Jack Texiera, Ron Mexico? Well, oh, he just drops out there into our laps and gives them the perfect patsy to say, this is why we have to have the Restrict Act. It's not about you people out there. I mean, wait, we created this to protect you and your children, but that's not really why we made it. It's to protect our government, these secrets, national security. Don't you see that discord and these evils of the internet are going to take down our nation? Now, what was funny about all these stories, too, that broke in the Washington Post in the New York Times was that they buried the lead. And I tweeted this out minutes after the story broke when I was reading it saying they're burying the lead. They wrote an entire article on this massive leak that came out. Funny Facebook user, Brian has more rage than hair. Funny. So this massive leak comes out, which showcases how dire the circumstances in Ukraine are, right? So they're showcasing that they are losing the war badly. There's there's no salvaging this. It's going to end badly for Ukraine. We've been propping up this, this war. We've been keeping it on life support for no good reason. It's going to end badly. And I tweeted out today the question of how long we're going to be in Ukraine and whether or not our staying in Ukraine to rebuild it, which we will do, I guarantee you that, is actually the thing that's going to kickstart World War III because now we'll have presence in the country nonstop. Humanitarian presence, but still presence. That's a different topic for another day. But they bury the lead about this information that came out and instead focus solely on attacking the man, not the materials that were leaked, but the man himself to make him out to be this great evil. Now, on top of that, you see the timing of this, right? On top of that, the question is raised as to whether or not this 21-year-old Air Force member would have access to all of these secret documents and why. Now, I'm going to play a clip that was shared in an interview with Judge Napolitano. Uh, I'm sharing this from Word of Beak, Twitter account, given their their uh, due. But this was an interview with retired CIA analyst Larry Johnson, and he's talking to Andrew Napolitano. So let me play this clip really fast for you guys, and then you can see how, and this is you know right after I tweeted out that this seems like a psyop this morning, this clip is popping up, right? So here's the clip. This is a coordinated media strategy. This is a disinformation campaign. The documents are real. I'm not saying that the documents are fabrications. They are not. But this cover story that's been manufactured to explain how these documents came to be produced, it just falls apart. It most simply falls apart based upon one document in that mix, which is listed as CIA Operations Center report, top secret. I worked in the CIA Operations Center. I helped prepare those reports. That's an internal CIA document. No one on a U.S. military base anywhere in the world will have access to that kind of document for start. Okay, there you go. So there's that clip. No one should have access to the CIA's internal documents. So it certainly does seem to add up here, right? Okay, Hmm. CIA internal documents are leaked from this 21-year-old Air Forceman who somehow has access to the deepest military secrets out there and includes in this dump a CIA document. Certainly seems like a whoopsie by the CIA in trying to set this all up. Now, again, this is pure conjecture, guys. 
But when I look at how this is all lining up, it certainly does seem to be the perfect patsy at the perfect time in the perfect place in the perfect scenario. But think about this too. Not only does it give them a perfect excuse to push the Restrict Act through, not only does it showcase the dangers of these these right-wingers that, of course, in this Washington Post story and in which they talk to anonymous 16-year-olds, <laughs> the best sources, <laughs> they talked to anonymous 16-year-olds who said that this OG, which was his moniker at the time before they, they found him to be allegedly Jack Texiera, Texiera, whatever his name is, saying, look at, looking into the camera while shooting guns and yelling racist slurs, L- like you couldn't have written anything better. So they focus on this dude, right, to paint this picture. Oh, my God, these dangerous right-wing racist incels, bop, 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 bop. The perfect patsy. But that's only part of the story because you think about this as well. Now they've also got these documents, quote-unquote, leaked, showcasing how badly the war in Ukraine is going. Now, this is kind of next-level conspiracy theorizing, but you're Joe Biden. You've got an election coming up. The Ukraine war has become a boondoggle. It is vastly unpopular with all but the most insane leftist douchebags who still have Ukraine flags on their profiles and assholes like Joe Manchin, who's out there stumping for Ukraine. Joe Manchin, by the way, I respected for what he had done pushing back against budgetary issues and some of the COVID craziness. And he was good on some topics to the point where I said, he should be the Democrat candidate because he could actually probably unite people from both sides, especially anti-Trumpers, you know, whatever it might be. He's the one that probably could make a real run at this and unite the country again. They were smart. This only doubles down the fact that I think he's 100% going to run for president because he's cozying up to the money military machine. He's cozying up to the elites and he's cozying up to the deep state, deep state, the deep state. Perfect timing, right? But think about this. If you're the Biden administration, if you're the CIA, you've got a war that's going very badly, which we have sunk billions upon billions upon billions of dollars in. It is unpopular with the American population overall. It is now something that's turning into a black eye, especially when you realize how corrupt everybody over there is. Zelensky's still out there media whoring, being an absolute joke, and going on record saying that American citizens should go and die for his country. Screw your children which is probably the straw that broke the camel's back here. It's a bit convenient, isn't it, that in this leak, we happen to find out, oh, this war's really going badly. So while it's not going to be a great win, while it's still a black eye, it does give the Biden administration a little bit more of an excuse to say, okay, you know what? It's out there. The war's going badly. We should stop. We should pull back. We should stop funding this and try to pivot away from an unpopular issue right before we get into the hardcore election season. Think about that too, guys, when you think about whether or not this is a PSYOP or not, because they're all coming together. All right. That was one thing. I had to talk about that because it's hot off the presses here. Second thing is to remind you guys, hey, if you're watching on YouTube, if we're doing a live stream, you can throw some dollars. Come on. Throw some bucks. We're not we're not penalized anymore. We have we can take those monies. So please do. And also share the show if you would be so kind. Subscribe. If you're watching for the first time on one of the live streams here, please subscribe. Hit the notify button. Tell a friend. Subscribe to the podcast version of this. Do it all. And we would 
Love you, love you for it. Uh, We're still trying to grow this show momentously. So the more you can help us, the more content we can give you. And that includes going to the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Lions of Liberty. Daily rants for me, extra bonus content, extra bonus interviews, early access, all that good stuff. And of course, we're also on local. So check those out. All right, next topic I want to get into. So this actually, I I was surprised. Uh, Joe Rogan, I respect Joe Rogan quite a bit, obviously, but he's out there thinking, and saying that the response to, and this is a lot of comedians, by the way, a lot of comedians aren't getting it. Like a good buddy of mine, Joe Prano, love Joe Prano. He's definitely not a leftist, but he's out there, you know, you know, mocking these people that are standing up against the Bud Light and they're, you know, propping up of Dylan Mulvaney, who I have described and will continue to describe as a grifting clown, making fun of women uh, who in no way, shape or form should be, should be platformed or looked up to. The guy is an insult to everything women. He should be an insult to the trans movement, if I'm being perfectly honest. But yet he has been propped up by all these ESG, HRC, CIE, CEI, matrix chasing companies that are trying to improve their ESG rating. And now you see a pushback and Bud Light slash InBev, slash Anheuser-Busch, last I checked, was down $6 billion in their market cap, right? Their stock had taken a hit of $6 billion of people proactively selling off the cap. Now, that doesn't even take into account the real-world money we're going to see yet because you're already seeing a lot of people come out saying that they're taking big-time hits, that the sales are down. I'd gave my own anecdotal, uh, you know, just here in L.A., about going out and not seeing anybody drinking Bud Light and seeing a lot of people ordering cores, including lefty buddies of mine, which is kind of funny, or people that are more on the left than let's say I am. Because this struck a chord with people. And the thing is, look, whether or not you think it's goofy or not that people are doing this, as Joe Rogan said, he described it as goofy, the response being goofy. Well, Joe, here's the reason it's not goofy. Because this, this instance, finally, has blown up and brought the ESG issue into the mainstream zeitgeist. And that is the importance of it, right? Whether or not it it works in the long run for Bud Light or not, and I've got more to talk about there, some updates that came out too about the corporate higher-ups response to this. Whether or not it is instantaneously reflective of uh, a a boycott on Bud Light, whether or not the boycott works in the short run or the long run, and people say, okay, screw it, you know, after a few months to go back to drinking Bud Light. The point is, it's brought the focus of ESG into the mainstream. The New York Post did a whole write-up explaining how ESG is tied into, again, the human rights campaign, tied into this uh, CEI score, the corporate equity index, how they go to people's offices like a mafia and force them into this, how BlackRock is involved in all this. That's a good thing. I don't give a shit if it's goofy to say I'm not going to drink Bud Light today when I go to the bar. I give a shit that people are knowing about it now, that this spread like wildfire. And whether or not you're on the left or the right, whether or not you're an independent, you've heard about it. And now you go, what the fuck is ESG? What the fuck is the CEI shit? Why am I being propagandized by this? Why would these people do this? Why would they forego their core audience? What's driving it? Inquisitive minds want to know, and now they're finding out. That's a huge deal, right? That is not goofy. And this could be the thing that legitimately kickstarts a pushback against this, and people wake up and say, we got to look into this. The next time that bill comes around, instead instead of Joe Biden vetoing the bill to eliminate ESG from investing when it comes to people's pension funds and stopping pushing this nonsense from a state level, well, Next time it comes around, maybe enough people are pissed off about it that he can't veto it. 
So that's why it's important. Now, another thing I mentioned in this, it's been fascinating to see since this came out, since April 1st. Now it is, let's see, today is April 14th. It's been a full two weeks since this thing blew up in Bud Light's face, since the head uh, or the VP of marketing at Bud Light, and I can't remember this chick's name, went out there and did one of the dumbest interviews I've ever seen in my life, shitting on the entire population that drinks Bud Light, called them basically, you know, ill-bred, moronic hicks with uh, backwards and out-of-date senses of humor. And while she's trying to be inclusivity, and that's, you know, that's, how easy is it to be a marketing director for a brand, by the way? All you have to go in is go, well, inclusivity, that's the future of brands. Okay, cool. Is it every brand? Same same pitch? Same same exact modus operandi to move the brand forward? Fucking stupid. But the latest to come out, and this just came out today, is the report that says that Bud and you know, Anheuser-Busch executives and InBev, they didn't know about this. Question is, is it true? Or is that a psyop? Is that, it's, is that it's just a clever twist on marketing? As you guys know, I've worked in 20, you know, 20 years now, communications, public relations experts. I look at everything with a very critical eye. I ask who benefits. That's the primary question of everything. Who benefits, right? And if I'm doing PR for Bud Light, what would be my move? Well, I would definitely fire that girl, that woman. She'd be out. And I think she will be fired. The next move would be to say, okay, how can we, how can we swing this where we're going to get our consumer base back on our side after we put our foot in it and then double down moronically. Well, the story that came out that's being slowly leaked around the interwebs is that the higher ups did not know about the influencer relations. They didn't know that these campaigns were going on. They didn't approve them. These people had some you know autonomy to operate and they pushed this through. So now there is fury in the upper ranks, as there should be if you lose $6 billion over a couple of weeks in your market cap and, and probably will be, I'm going to guess at least double that once the actual figures come out for sales. How do you get those people back? Well, you say, we didn't know. We didn't know. These people over there did that without our knowledge. It's like if you're a government and you have you know, your rangers or your Delta Force out in the woods and they're just slitting people's necks. Ah, they're shooting children in the head. And you go, ah, they're renegades. They're off doing their thing. They've, they've gone crazy. They've gone John Rambo. That's <laughs> like, that's what they're doing. And that's probably the only option they really had, right? Is to say, we didn't know. And we're as mad as you guys are. We're furious about this. In fact, heads will roll. We are goddamn angry. And they open the windows and they throw the Bud Light cans at Dylan Mulvaney's face out and they shoot them with, with their pistols. No, my dog's getting sad again because I'm yelling. It's okay, Chloe. Don't worry. It's okay. It was their only move. It might be true. Look, it, it very well might be true because I have to do, I mean, I do have to think that even ESG aside, it, this move was so astoundingly stupid and the, rea- and the reaction was utterly predictable that I can believe that the higher-ups didn't know about it to, or at least didn't approve of it. But at the same time, they without a doubt approved of a platform and plan to reach out to a multitude of influencers and have an inclusive approach. That much I guarantee you. So while they can feign ignorance on this specific instance, they were so complicit in the whole thing. So don't buy the hype. All right. So next thing I want to talk about is getting into some memes, baby. Oh, the, oh one more thing about this Discord leaker, by the way. I just want to share 
Yeah, real shit. I'll just share my screen here so you can see, and I'll read some of these off. But I was just cracking up too because the Google search for the Google leaker, uh, you can see all these news stories, right? You can see the narrative delivered because I forgot to do this the first time we were talking about. It. Okay, the Washington Post actually changed its headline, by the way, probably because they broke the story early. And they got the most pushback from people for this ridiculously uh, biased article painting this guy as a monster and all this other shit, which is straight out of the, the playbook. So they changed their headline. You're not seeing it here. But you see some other ones. Discord admins describe hyperactive kid. This is from ABC News. Hyperactive kid who they say helped spread images. Blah, blah, blah. Um, young man behind Pentagon leak was leader of a group of young gamers. WAPO. That's, if that's from the Business Insider quoting the Washington Post before they changed their, their thing. But you see how these, okay, Kotaku, oh my God, let's see. Let's see here. I got to see what Kotaku says because Kotaku is the left-wing gamer blog. Oh, of course. The big Discord military secret receiver was, surprise, a racist. As if being a fucking racist has anything to do with the materials that was leaked. As if it matters at all. It shouldn't matter. Shouldn't matter. What does he benefit? And also, by the way, what people are burying in the lead here was the documents he leaked showed how fucking racist all of the Nazis in Ukraine that we are propping up are. And that the Pentagon knew about it. Because how could they not know about the Azov Italian and Ukrainians that are that are full-bore neo-Nazis? It's too funny. It's too funny. But you see, just like when you watch the mainstream media news, just so you see, the walls are closing in. You know, all these things, fine people, the fine people hoax. This is another, he's racist. So what he leaks doesn't matter. Same thing like you're having a conversation or argument with somebody. Well, if you're a racist, I don't have to listen to you. Well, he's a racist. We don't have to worry about his leaks. But like I said, the leaks themselves give the government a benefit. Okay. So moving on, let's get into some memes here, guys. We'll wrap the show up. I got some, uh, some funny little things to talk about here. Um, and then I'll finish it off with an impromptu song. So one funny thing, stupid. Actually, you know what? Why don't I play the meme wars intro? What am I doing? Okay. Branding guys, branding. Here you go. Let me play the meme wars song. And then we'll come back and do it. Why is it not playing? Oh, wait a minute. I fucked up. I hit the wrong thing. That wasn't smart of me. Wasn't where the fuck is it? There we go. Yeah, meme wars. You like that intro? I made that my very own self, my very own widow hands. All right, I'll share a couple quick memes here, then we'll finish off with the, uh, <laughs> the song. This is again non-political, so stupid, but so funny, especially with all the J.K. Rowling trans stuff that's going on. The left getting so upset about the video game that people are playing. All right, so you got the uh, this death scene where Severus Snape dies in one of the Harry Potter movies. I think it's the. Uh, the very last one, right? When you find out, oh, no spoilers, but find out he's actually a sweet guy. So he's looking at Harry and he's dying. He says, Hamoud backwards is Hamoud. And then Harry says, no, it's Duma. And then Snape looks up and he says, do my dick fit in your mouth? <laughs> and then just says, dies. <laughs> I showed this to my wife yesterday and she gave me the biggest fucking eye rolls you've ever seen in your life. I don't th- I thought I literally thought her eyelashes were going to touch her the top of her hairline <laughs> the eye roll. <laughs> 
No, it's Duma. Do my dick fit in your mouth? <laughs> it's the little things in life, guys. It's the little things in life <laughs> that make it worth living. All right. Next one I found here. It cracked me up. Uh, cracked me up. This one, since it's a, you know, we'll say this is an Easter-themed uh, meme wars. I'll share this one. It is from a, uh, a thrift store. I haven't been to a thrift store in quite some time. Remember that stupid song about going to the thrift store? All right. This one's got a picture of silver eggs that happen to have little stalks on them and jewels and happen to also be butt plugs. And they are sitting on the shelf at Goodwill. Three butt plugs for $3. That is a fucking great deal, by the way. Any of you butt plug aficionados. And the comment is, I found some keister eggs at Goodwill. <laughs> That's from a blog called Way Moist, which is pretty funny if you're on Instagram. Uh, that's number two. And then number three, guys, let's finish off with playing this. If you saw Joe Biden just tart it out, this is, I guess, I don't even know where he was. The the Dublin Castle in Ireland, right? And he had, he had said so much stupid shit on this Irish trip to kids, just confusing nonsense. He completely forgot where he was. He didn't know what a kid was saying. Maybe it's because these kids got Irish accents, but it, it, can, be, it can be tricky. It can be tricky, the uh, tricky thing to hear the Irish accent if you're not used to it. But, and by the way, do not do an Irish accent to Irish people in Ireland. They hate it. I uh, I was hitting it off with the bartender, very gorgeous bartender in Ireland. And that was hard to do because let me, let me tell you, not a lot of very hot women in Ireland. Very disappointing. Not a lot of redheads. Most of the redheads are in Scotland. <laughs> Go figure. And find one very attractive gal in Galway, a Galway gal bartender hitting it off with her and then dropped my uh my rendition of an irish accent straight up just walked away <laughs> that was it that was it no more talking to me goodbye uh said fuck off so that sucked for me but lesson to pass on to you guys all right so anyway joe biden just tarting it out and this was my favorite, though. He's, you know, at this Dublin Castle giving remarks. And uh, let me play this for you guys. Fucking hilarious. All right. My heart, there's nothing our nations can't achieve if we do it together. I really mean it. So thank you all. God bless you all. Let's go. Let's go lick, lick the world. Let's get it done. <laughs> so thank you all. Listen to this again. Let's go lick the world. Let's get it done. The best part is he doesn't just deliver this off the cuff. It's not like me flubbing something. I'm just talking. He's got written down remarks. He pauses, thinks about what he's about to say, and this is what still comes out. God bless you all. Let's go. Let's go lick, lick the world. Let's get it done. <laughs> Joe, let's go lick the world. Reminds me of the song. It's Christmas time. Do they know it's Christmas, right? Lick the world. Let's get it done. It's licking time again. Lick the world. You got it, guys. All right. That's it. That's going to do it for our show, guys. Please share the show. Subscribe to the show. Tell a friend. Support us on Patreon. All that good stuff. Thank you so much. I am Brian McWilliams. This has been Mean Age Daydream and Meme Wars on the Lions Liberty Network. And... I wish you a happy day. We'll go out on the Meme Wars uh, song because that's always a fun one. All right, guys. Peace out. Enjoy your Friday. And uh, let's see what happens with this PSYOP. <laughs>